Hello and welcome to Speaks Land and Words, episode 35. As always, I'm your host, Dave Reed. Sat with me today is Theo Altieri, who at 16 is one of the youngest singer-songwriters signed to Warner Chapel. Theo is currently working with Matty Bembrook, who you may remember appeared on the podcast not so long ago. We talked to both of them about Theo's songwriting and how an artist develops. Don't forget to like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash warnerchapel UK and follow us on Twitter at warner underscore chapel and if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And remember, chapel is spelled with two P's and two L's. Just before we start the interview, due to some technical issues, the audio quality of this podcast isn't quite up to our usual standard. Whilst it's still listenable, and Theo and are enjoyable to listen to, the recording is a bit noisy at times. Now, here's Theo and Matty. Yeah. Um, how old were you when you first got involved with songwriting? Uh, well, I was seven when I started on the drums, uh, but I was only in my brother's band and he got a bit cool for me, so he kicked me out. And So how old was your brother at the time? Uh, he was about 13. Okay. So yeah, then I picked up the guitar and that and just started from there really, yeah. I think. It's about 12, 13. You're 12, 13? Yeah. Thirteen. yeah. What kind of stuff were you listening to at the time? Uh, weirdly, I was listening to stuff like Joy Division, so Joy Division, like The Cure, all that kind of stuff, yeah. the jam, you know, like you know, that. I, you know, I might be bold in saying this, but a lot of kids don't really listen to that when they're yeah. maybe that kind of age. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you guys, but for myself, I was, was still in to kind of pop, really, and then it wasn't until I was about 14, 15 that I actually really got into like alternative music and stuff myself. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's maybe that's part of why you've you're so young, but you've, you've done so well. Because uh, you were clued up. Was, yeah. Do you think it's your brother that kind of was he into that kind of stuff? Yeah, it's kind of weird because he was obviously like six years older, so it was like whatever phase he was going through, I was kind of going through as well. So he was, yeah, about 15, 16, listening to all that stuff, yeah. and I was only like, you know, what, nine, ten, going through the same kind of phase. So it all happened early, really, and yeah. So you signed to Warner Chapel within the last 12 months, am I right in thinking? Uh, yeah, yes, it's my birthday tomorrow and was a year about next week. Yeah, I remember, I remember yeah. taking a picture of you and yeah, happy days, champagne yeah. going around. How has that changed things for you? In, on the, kind of like a broad sense, not just songwriting, but music? Um, I think the main thing is obviously coming into sessions with people the, like Miami. <laughs> yeah, the, the lifestyle's got pretty hectic. No, um, I think yeah, the main thing is just working with other people. I've never done a co-writing session beforehand, yeah. and then how was that for the first time? Uh, the first time I, it was with Matty, so it was like, you know, luckily it was a good session. So you know, I came out and I was You're like, still oh. here, so it must have been pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty gentle. <laughs> I was going to say, this must feel like a bit of a second home in a way, because you seem yeah. to be kind of yeah, well, exactly. I mean, it was my first session. I think just something kind of clicked on the day, and I think we obviously wrote a really good tune. And I think you know it was just that was the start of you know me kind of being a bit more open to it because yeah. I was kind of a bit more used to just doing my own sort of stuff in my studio, in my basement, and you know never ever kind of got anyone else to spin on it. So it was kind of a nice opportunity and opened up a lot of doors really. Yeah. And I've had some great sessions since. You know I've been working with some other great people yeah. and built up a load of tunes that I don't think I would have done otherwise so yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the main thing really it's just the, the amount of tunes I've got now Is he going to kind of handpick from those tunes to, to push towards an EP like an album eventually? Yeah I, th- I think so yeah I think it'll be like an EP first mm-hmm. but I think you know gradually feel out a single probably independently and you know do all the do all those things to get people talking and you know hopefully you know I like doing stuff DIY and that really and 
that's the main thing about you know my stuff and yeah. goes along with the music so yeah I was going to say it seems like a lot of your earlier stuff might have been done on your own was yeah. that the case? Uh, yeah yeah most of it was it's a good um, job, well done, you know. Oh, cheers, Yeah, it's progressed. I mean, it was a little bit whack in the day. Yeah. Well, well, I well, think we all, when we all start off, we kind of, yeah. we don't really know what we're doing, but we just do it anyway, and then it all kind of materialises. But I think some of the stuff that you've done is pretty good. Oh, cheers, from, man. From the stuff. Um, do, you, do you get to, I guess, you know, when it comes to both you guys, are you kind of... 50-50 kind of just with the production kind of any ideas kind of go yeah, I think we've got you know quite a good relationship with just both chucking our ideas yeah. in you know Theo's, Theo's a talented guy so most of the ideas are good yeah you can trust them cheers you know and if they're not I'll say and vice versa yeah. you know, but um, it seems to work into a nice a nice balance of what comes out at the end it sounds pretty good to us I think so do, do you always I mean do you always write with Theo in mind when you're together? Or have you kind of had sessions where you thought maybe that song might be suitable for somebody else? Just to kind of throw that in there. No, I think most of the stuff we've been we've done we've been doing sort of for you. But you, yeah. you, you, you know, you're writing all the time, so you, you do have things, don't you, in, in your little bag there that yeah. you know, great tunes, but aren't necessarily stylistically for you or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, what absolutely. What do you yeah. do with those? Just kind of keep them in the bag. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I just kind of. Yeah, you know, like keep them in the bank of tracks, and you know, we often you know pitch it out. Just yeah, just keep it there. You know, like if 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 an artist is after a certain track, it's like so you know it might really fit the bill for what they want. So just hanging about for that moment, I guess the track. But yeah, like Matty said, I think all the stuff we've done, it's it's, not, it's there's nothing completely off the wall that I wouldn't do, and it's it's all really me. And especially lately, it's kind of like all kind of like harnessed together, and it's. It's got its own little vibe going on, and it's what I've always kind of wanted, really. So yeah. It's kind of like the help you've been always looking for, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Needle on the road. Yeah. I mean, definitely, like over over the past year or so, your, your sounds come together a lot, isn't it? it feels yeah. Like. I was yeah. gonna I was gonna ask because you know you kind of yeah you like the first co-writing session you you had was with May. What kind of differences have you seen in Theo? I think it's just I think it's just like an ease of working with someone and a. A familiarity, familiarity. Yeah. You know, it just, just becomes. You know, if Theo comes in. It's not so much we've got a session. It's just like we're hanging about. Yeah, you know, okay. together for a day and making some music, and that's when you find the best music. I think because you're relaxed, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. yeah. It's not, so it's not really a chore to think I've got a session. Yeah. We're just hanging out for the day. Exactly. Music in mind, yeah. You know, and I think you know maybe as well you know like, like Theo's quite quite young when he got signed and quite young when he started doing it. So maybe there's a tendency to, to sort of push push him in a certain direction because he's a young guy, but you know you hear what his influences are. You know from from when you're a young lad at ten, you know where he's not not going to make pop music because yeah. that's never been where his head's been at. You know, and that's the the more we've worked together, the more that's come out. Yeah. Okay, so this is something you know very genuine and very serious. Do you, do you have a mutual love of certain acts and bands that you've discussed well, over the past? I don't, think, I don't think any one specific one, but I think, you know, we, we, we like pretty similar things, yeah. Yeah. You know, we get off on, on the same things, even yeah. when you're just playing little things on the guitar and that. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's badass, that's wicked. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is that how, how yeah, how do you, how do you take a session? What, what happens? Um, I guess it depends, really. I think, obviously, first thing, I'll come in and then 
get get a guitar out, and it might be Matty's. You might have something go in, like might have a bit of bass line or whatever. Or I might, you know, we might start from scratch, and I might, you know, just start plodding along on guitar. And you know, sometimes that way, you know, like the track we're working on at the moment, I think that's how that came about. I just kind of uh, picked the guitar up, and then we had Jim as well. Yeah, um, Jim, do good. Do good yeah, do good. yeah, and we all kind of just started jamming together, and it was like. It was just amazing because I don't think that really happens really in most, in quite a lot of sessions. I think a lot of them are quite structured in front of a computer, but I think with us it's a bit more. It's good to have relaxed. Up, yeah. Were you, so when you say jamming, were you all on guitar? Was Jim on the drums? Or? Yeah, Jim was playing the drums actually. Yeah. And then we were just jamming in here and yeah. that. Just yeah, just. And it all just came together. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, a nice organic way. Because mm-hmm. obviously you work with Jim. In the past, so that familiarity that like you were saying earlier, yeah, is already there. Yeah, exactly. It kind of helps. Yeah, to go along, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, when you when you take a song apart, you've got you know top lines, melodies, you've got maybe rhythm, maybe you got, you've got the beats. What kind of what kind of thing is important to you? Um, I think this. I think the soul of the track. Um, I think. I think it's almost like when you when you start the track and you know when you start writing it and you, you feel the actual music coming together, it's almost like the top line is just something that just happens naturally. I find that's what I find anyway. Um, but my stuff is a bit more kind of raw, so I just kind of let it come out. And um, yeah. but I think yeah, when, once you got once you got you know a general kind of theme going in the track, you know I think that's the main thing. So music for me is is kind of key really and. Drum. I think drums are obviously key to a track, um, and then you kind of fit stuff around it, like the top lines, and it's like almost like this. It's like today we've been doing all like the all the extra bits, the harmonies, and you know like all the, the the nice bits over the top. Style. Yeah. Things, yeah. Styling it. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, um, I've asked that question to a lot of people, and the way you phrase that, the soul of the track, I've actually never heard that come back right. which is really interesting okay cool um, yeah d- does that include like lyrically where the song's going as well yeah yeah well this one's got a bit does, of, this one's got a bit of a weird lyrical uh, lyrical point a lyrical really? core yeah okay cool what's the song called yeah. I'm looking at my computer it's called Theo and Jim obviously it's not going to end up being called that <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah you can pick one of each one yeah yeah but um, yeah it's about a fairly desperate guy Fella. When you're going into a session, yeah, um, I guess this is more aimed at you. What what music do you listen to nowadays? I know you, you said you listened to Joy Division and things in the past and The Cure. Yeah. What, what, what are you into now? Well, I've been listening to this guy called um, in fact Peanut showed me who I work with next door. Um, I kind of remember hearing one of this guy's tracks like ages ago, and kind of Peanut reminded me of him, and I've been listening to him like non-stop. It's this Mac DeMarco guy. Okay. Um, yeah, this stuff's really cool. Um, this is a lot of like kind of like a disclosure album as well, and that's interesting because uh, yeah, your yeah. music is a little bit different to to maybe disclosure. Yeah, from yeah, what I know of it anyway. Yeah, absolutely, man. What what kind of things do you draw from from disclosure, if you can? Maybe? I think I, th- I think the main thing about them, I I, I really appreciate them as like kind of producers. So I think like. I kind of sometimes take, you know, try and work out, you know, oh, what kind of mindset were they in when they're making that track, and you know, like what what could they have done to that guitar to sound that way? So I think, I think more like production techniques yeah. from them really, and 
I think like Mac DeMarco and people like that, uh, you know, it's just a bit more of just you groove along to it and it's good to listen to good happy music. Yeah. I hate, I don't like dull music. You've got to listen to happy music. I was going to say, your, your, your music, I'd say, is it makes me feel like there's a summer going on outside. Oh, wicked, Maybe yeah. there's not a summer going on outside. It's definitely not. Not but. today. <laughs> um, yeah. but do you think you'll you'll push more towards the production as you, as you grow up, as, an, as you grow as an artist and as you make your way yeah. down your career and things? Yeah, I think so. Like, um, you know, at the moment I'm, I'm really into kind of recording live drums at home and stuff. Um, I think that's the key thing about my music. It's it's all kind of live, organic sounding. Um, there aren't really many like processed drums or anything, I guess. Like on this track, it's all it's all live and kind yeah. of. I'm just not really too bothered about kind of making cool music at the moment. I'm just making music that I want to make and. Sure. You know, doing it for myself more than anyone else, really. You yeah. know, and don't want to don't want to clock onto a certain scene, and you know. Especially, you, you kind of limit yourself when you do that a bit, and you kind of give yourself a, a time frame to kind of live and die in almost. Cause you're yeah. To compete with like what's what's now. And Absolutely, what's, what's man. Now doesn't always last very long. We've, we've seen that with other genres of music, go klaxons and mother yeah. sons have been recent ones I can think of. I, th- I think disclosure as well. I think. You know they're amazing, but I think you know house house music at the moment is 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 totally the thing. Yeah. And it's like you know I think I'm sure they'll go on to do other things, but it's like you know the house the house revival thing is is only going to happen for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Therefore, I try to be, not be a part of something. Yeah, it'd be easy to be a part of it, wouldn't it? And just yeah, get caught up in the in the, the hype of it. All. That's what a lot of people do, really. They get a little bit caught up in it and yeah. want to make a house tune. Do a few featureings, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know you've done one featuring, haven't you? I can I can think of one that's on yeah. introducing. Might actually, yeah. Well, funnily enough, I, as a side project, I, like I said, I do listen to house music. I do. Yeah. I shouldn't really say to be honest because it's meant to be kind of like um, hidden. I shouldn't really give my identity away. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This is bad. <laughs> uh, but I, d- I have a little side project where I make like more electronic music. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Because my music's not that electronic, so it's nice to just get a break sometimes. And yeah, just yeah, and do something more different, I guess, different to what you already do. I yeah. It's kind of helpful, isn't it? Yeah. Also, it can broaden your creativity as well and, and your knowledge of production and things. Yeah. And then you can just kind of bring that out later on in your own project, I guess, in a way that would suit the project. What do you, what kind of stuff do you do with the electronic side project? Um, so with the electronic side, obviously the drums are all, are all kind of sampled and... Um, I just got one of those uh, machine micros, and you know, kind of getting to getting grips with new kit as well, which yeah. is which is a really cool thing because I'm kind of used to, you know, just micing stuff up and hitting the record button and not yeah. being too worried about it. But yeah. I think with with doing dance music, it's 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 really bang on. So you you learn a lot about everything's got to be bang on. So yeah. it's kind of cool gives you a different perspective on does, production. Because instantly I'm thinking about how like with the life sound you get kind of like a bit of a, a different type of life with it like there's a there's a real kind of like it's like you're there with the sound because yeah. it's, it's live and uh, I, you know with your music like you say you're trying to capture that live sound you can really feel that and I think like the summer sound comes as a part of that kind of sound as fresh so the dance music is kind of restricted in that way because it doesn't have that like the soul doesn't yeah, have so the doesn't soul have that studio <laughs> feeling like people have been there making it all together yeah um, yeah so exactly it's, it's man like something's missing in a way yeah. 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 Have you written with many other Warner Chapel artists? 
beyond Matty? Um, yeah, I've, like I mean, like one of the first two sessions was with Matty, and then I did one with um, I done one with Paul Stathman. That oh, was yeah. like, I think that was one of my second ones. It was ages ago though. Yeah. And then I had a session with a guy called Tom Hickox. Yeah. Um, who's doing really? I was meant to support him. I think it was like last week, but I got got some. Marble flu and um, yeah, he was at the Union Chapel or something. Yeah, yeah. So it was upstairs there, um, and we recorded a track together, and it's really cool. We've done a couple of tracks. There's a guy Bully who's also from he, Swindon. Yeah, I was going to say because yeah. you're Swindon based. Yeah, I wondered if you had yeah paths along your way. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I think he's a bit more of a pop writer though. Um, so yeah, I think we've, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we work on like we've done like a few more top line kind of stuff, yeah. which I never got involved in before. So it's that's been really cool. Um, do you find that pushes you in a different way trying to think more top lining than yeah. a whole track as, as it were yeah I think so man because you, you get a track sent to you and you've had no input in the track so it's like it's it's almost like you, you have to forget about all of that you, you just got to kind of focus straight on vocals and yeah. you know think you're almost thinking in the that mindset of you know how are people going to remember this and you know it's, it's quite it's quite intense to be fair yeah. like, it's quite know, a bit it's, of pressure because you've got to deliver with those, like a strong pop hook, don't you? Yeah, it yeah. Kind of calls for a different type of, like, talent, I guess. A new type yeah. of talent that you might have in part, but not enough to deliver a massive pop hook or something. Yeah. If, I guess if Bully's concentrating down that way, that's kind of his his talent, and that's where he's successful. Then. Yeah. He's 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 got that. So he's a good thing to learn from. You know? Absolutely, man. Yeah, I learn a lot from it. Do you find you, do you do a lot with him because you're based in the same area? Uh, we haven't done like loads to be fair. Okay. Um, we've had a few sessions. We've done we've done a couple of writing sessions as yeah. well, and they both ended up, you know, some some real good tunes. Mm. Um, you know, so yeah, it, he's a really talented guy as well. He's got a, he's got an ear for what just just makes makes so, a yeah. hit. I think. Yeah, um, we often get stuff sent in, the, in through to the office, and Jane blares it out sometimes. And yeah. People are like, oh, this is this is another good track from Bully. From Bully, yeah, yeah, yeah he's a talented guy, man. Yeah. yeah. Just to change the subject, the question for Matty that uh, I was encouraged to ask. Paolo's new stuff, have you heard heard much of it? Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, it's great. You like it? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a good strong vein of the, kind of like the old stuff, at the same like his what what is at the heart of him with his soul and stuff, with with the, um, the soul kind of sound and his music coming through. Do you know any tracks by name that, that you've listened to that you think are quite good? Or do you not know it that well? You just no. If I think hard about, it, I could probably I could probably name quite a lot of them. But yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's Have you record. had any hand in them at all? Or yeah, some, bits and pieces. Bits yeah. and pieces. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I wondered if you and Jim might have had been around maybe when they first these songs first came about. I sort of, you know, sort of dipped in and out of it, sort of through the whole the yeah. whole process. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you, are you looking forward to seeing it come? Yeah, I think I think it's, it's going to go amazing. You know, it's, it's it's a great record. Yeah. You know, it it, it will do. Guessing it will be the biggest record, biggest male record of this year. I think. Yeah. Guessing. I think it probably pretty certain will go number one. Yeah. From what so, I can see. I think you know, and I think it probably you know it will, it will deserve lots of accolades. Yeah. And, and it should get lots. You know, it's, it's a great album. It's taken a long time. Yeah, I was going to say. But, but I think time well spent. You know, and he's, he's probably got another three albums. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sitting in in the pipeline, sort of because of it. You know, but yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think it will be a a landmark album for for this year. Yeah. Definitely. We we listened to it in the office all together, right. and uh, the sun was blazing in from the window, and and the sound again 
kind of similar to yours in the way that it's got that kind of summer sound. It's got that little bit yeah. of soul. It made me feel like I wish I was like driving my car, you know, by the beach or something, and I'm just relaxed and you know enjoying a day out and yeah, had that kind of cool soul summer kind of aspect about it that I liked a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you you haven't heard anything? Yeah, so I've heard. Yeah, I heard. Um, Iron Sky. Iron yeah, Sky. Yeah. Iron Sky. That was yeah. one. Yeah. There's another one called I Better Man as well. That's Right, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think it's Iron Sky. I just watch that, and it's like, oh, this is this is it's quite a, quite a bit different to what he's done as well. And it's good to see that he's kind of doing a bit of bit of different different kind of style stuff, and you know, in his new album and that as well. So it's good, really good tune as well. As Theo grows in his craft of songwriting, what what could this this might be a tough question, but can you see anything he can grow in as he goes through with the songwriting? Has that ever thought? Like no, I don't think. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a case of sort of growing in any one direction or, you know, lacking in something. I think it's just like we all do. You know, I'm I'm very different as a musician than when I started. When mm. I was twenty, you know, working properly, very very different. You know, but you still have that. If you have a spark of talent, you still have that same spark of talent. You just have a lot more mm. experience and knowledge to go with it, and that's that's what you build up over time yeah. you know it's the knowledge and just techniques and so I don't think there's anything that Theo needs to particularly focus on or do anything mm. special I think just continue doing what you're doing because you learn all the way through it you know and obviously you know we're all still learning you know I'm still learning every day yeah you know, even if it's from someone like Theo you know and he's less than half my age yeah. you know <laughs> I'm still learning stuff off of him so I think that's that's, that's it really yeah. you know you just keep you keep going in that vein yeah. doing what you do what do you hope for in the future just everyone to listen to the stuff really and yeah nice nice Lamborghini and all that jazz <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah just yeah just be nice for everyone to listen to the music really and um, just kind of being able to put a record out and everyone's going crazy about it yeah. and just I think yeah the main thing is when I do put a record out eventually is to get on stage you know obviously play it and everyone just kind of be there in front of me knowing every single song and I think that for any artist is well maybe not for every artist but for me I think that would be the peak of like my my career really I think is just putting something out and then seeing everyone at your gig there and then going crazy do, do, you, do you prefer to be in the studio or on stage? Or is it a case of both? Um, it's a really hard question, that. Like it's, and in fact, probably about a year ago, if you asked me that, I probably would have said on stage. But I think since I've been doing co-writes and stuff, there's, there's uh, you know, even on my own as well, there's these moments where you, when you're when you're focusing on writing, and you know, it might be one really small part of the track where you you put this guitar, you know, this guitar line down, and I just get off my seat, and I'm just like, ah, that's, that's that's made the track, and yeah. it's just. That feeling is just amazing, mm. and you know when you when you're bouncing something down and you're listening to it, and you're like, this this is a this is a hit, this is a great track. That's, that feeling is amazing, but you know as I say, when you go on stage and you you play your gig and everyone's going crazy, there's another type of feeling. It's yes, it's I mean, they're both uh, they're both nice places to be, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I found that you know being being faithless or you know with my own band Skinny, you know, you'd spend six months away from home. And halfway through, it's like, oh, all I want to do is be in the studio. 
and you get back to the studio and you spend six months in the studio and you just want to go on the road <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know and go and have fun and go and play to your fans and go and play to your people and have a nice time <laughs> you know but both of them can drive you crazy mm. you know traveling it's that terrible traveling around the world or being stuck in a room for six months yeah I've heard that it's yeah. like the complex you always, yeah. want, you always want to go back to what you're doing before. I mean, we're lucky we've got some windows at least in here, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. Some studios don't do that, it's pretty hard. Yeah, this is a nice studio. It's open. Yeah. You can walk around in it as well. Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not into those studios where you're sat in front of the screen and you just can't move. So that's when you feel like you're in you're in a job. Yeah, i got to say, it probably does quite a lot for your creativity, doesn't it? To have, yeah. Like, the fact that you're kind of swimming around on the chair like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, I mean you can walk around you can walk behind the desk over here and you know there's, there's light it's there's getting ever harder to do that but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure it is the, the, the stuff piles up doesn't it but I'm sure creativity does help when, and when you're stuck in a studio that's like this big and monitors all over you and like, yeah I'm sure, I'm sure it, can, it does restrict you somewhat to, to really kind of do stuff do you prefer writing on your own or writing in a co-writer um, again, that's a, that's such a such a hard question. <laughs> like, um, like I totally love doing sessions, um, especially when you get on with who you're writing with. Because mm. I think when you're writing about it, this is more of like a lyrical thing. Um, the lyrical point of the song can sometimes obviously be you know it can be hilarious. It can be really sad, and you know when you when you when you're talking about it to someone else and you're drafting lyrics up, it's like you know you're actually you got someone to talk to about it, and it's you know that feeling's really good. Uh, but sometimes some some things are a little bit more personal to myself. Um, you know, like some songs I write, and you know maybe it's best that it is me that writes them because it's coming. Yeah, yeah, because it can be about you know be about whatever really. Um, that means a bit a bit more to me. Um, but I think yeah, I think some co-writes like the track we've been writing. You know, it's dead serious, um, but it is. We've had a laugh writing it, and there's some there's some lyrics in it that are quite quite funny, really. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know. So again, it's hard one to pick, really. What do your mates back home think of all this? Because um, I mean, if I, if one of my best mates, you know, had been jetting up to London, yeah, you know, quite a lot of time to go sit with some of the people that you've sat with, you know, it's to write songs, that's, that would have been pretty huge, I would have been so interested to know. Yeah. How do, how do they respond to that? Uh, it depends if it's um, if it's on a Friday or not, because uh, if I'm here in the week, they're like, you know, oh, can I come around and listen to the tune? If it's Friday, it's like, oh, you gonna, when are you back? We're at the pub, where are, oh, where are you? But no, usually they're interested, man, and they want to hear what I'm doing, and they're all excited about it. Did and you play in bands with them? Kind of when you're younger. Uh, to be fair, I, I only played with my brother's band, and it was just all me on my own. Okay. But um, at the moment, I've got um, I've got my best mate drumming for me. I was going to say in some of the videos, I think I've seen the same guy. Yeah. Doing a few things with the drums, and I wondered if he was your drummer. Yeah. So th yeah, that's Finn Wilkinson. Um, yeah. So he's one of my closest mates, really, and um, it's the first time I've probably been in a, you know an environment where you're playing music with someone that's obviously a really good mate, and. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really cool, man. And um, it's good to good to have people around me. as being a part of what mm -hmm. I'm doing and taking them along with the process. And yeah. you know, it's it's all good, man. And yeah, they love it as well. And uh, it's kind of good to have my mates that don't know so much about music to to hear the tracks. 
you know because yeah. <laughs> you know if, if they don't know anything they come in it's, it's either rubbish or it's good and yeah okay straight up yeah that's, that's quite helpful yeah, so, yeah man. you could argue it's not that them who don't know enough us know too much no that's true yeah wisdom there you from know. your mentor no but it's hard you know what I, mean? <laughs> yeah. I, I find it really annoying that I can't sit down and listen to a song without picking little yeah. bits to pieces or listening to well, how, how's that like you saying how have they done yeah. that and what's that I just sit and listen to the bloody tune yeah you know, but that's not how your head works because you're in it you know so it is nice to get that opinion from people who just listen to music just for music's sake yeah does that make me dance does that make me sing does it make me happy does it make me sad do I like that yeah you know, it's, uh, exactly man yeah I think there's definitely a danger of almost um I, feel, I think I feel the same way as but like you just said when you you ingest so much music sometimes I get home from work and I think I can't listen to another track that's how <laughs> yeah. I feel sometimes because I, I, I've heard too much and um, it's almost like my own interest in music has ruined it for myself in a way yeah. in that like I'm not a producer at all but like I can definitely hear when some things aren't right or good enough I can I can kind of almost tell what kind of like pedal so they've used on a guitar and what yeah. how they've done that how, how does it, how does the whole track break down I think I, I don't know working with different producers and that and when you learn more production technology it's it just gets so in depth as well it's like it's almost yeah. not even about the tune it's like I wonder oh, what, what compression have they used on the vocals and it's just like that, what, what am I even thinking about it's nothing to do with the track yeah and you know and stuff like that really it's it almost like never ending as well the possibilities of what you could do with the track and yeah, what compression have they used well there's loads out there who knows yeah those? exactly yeah and it does your head in what they've done yeah well lads thanks very much for chatting to us yeah that's fine, fine.